Welcome to the Machine Room Podcast. That's right. Your eyes and or ears do not deceive you. We are back. We are back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Whether you're joining us here live on the stream or you're joining us from your comfortable toilet and just listening to us through your earbuds. It's or, a rowdy crowd. Uh, right? That's how we do it here. Yep. People get hyped. I don't even know if anybody heard us right there. People get hyped. People get hyped. In the machine room. Exactly. That's probably my most used sound of all time. The air horn? It just always works. It no works with everything. What. It works with anything. Someone falls down. Oh! Another one. No, but that one, <laughs> that one is more like I could go like, you know. Look like you got hurt. It's too bad. But welcome back to Machine Room Podcast. I'm your host, Nastradamus. And of course, not the only host. You also have Hammer of Venus. Am I pointing the right way? Nope, I'm pointing the wrong way. Pointing right over here. Sorry, it's always left or right. Episode 69. It's not episode 69, actually. This is episode 70. The last episode was 69. It's always when we put this thing up, it always has the episode before for some reason. But hey, if you want it to be episode 69 2.0, that's actually episode 70. Whatever floats your boat. Whatever floats your boat. Venus, Rachel, how you been? It's been okay. it's been a good minute. My apologies, everybody. I was on vacation, so I was just like away from the whole world, just doing me. And your fiance. As- as you should, sometimes you gotta be doing you. And I did things. I didn't go anywhere. I wanted to go somewhere. But instead, being away from work is great regardless, you know? Mm-hmm. And I got to do things. Uh, we got to go on an architecture tour. So we got on a boat, went around the Chicago River, and, and uh, had some... Uh, lady tell us about the buildings and the architecture and who was behind it and blah blah, blah and this and this and that and it was real, it's real cool. And then uh, got to, I finally got to go to the Sears Tower. Oh shit! Never been there, yeah. Got you to go live the, there. I, I lived here all my love, all my love, all my <laughs> life, and never been up there. And it's like the hundred and second floor. Oh God, no. Yep, that's the highest I've ever been. Well, granted, I've been on a plane, but you know what I mean <laughs> when it comes to the building. And it's a beautiful sight looking all out there. Um, so that was cool. And I saw dinosaurs. Yo, I went to the freaking Brookfield Zoo, and they have this dinosaur thing going on. So they have dinosaurs planted everywhere around the zoo. That's Big. awesome. Big, yeah, big animatronic dinosaurs. So I was fucking <laughs> and like, forget this freaking lion and this polar bear here that are actual alive. I'm freaking out for these two T Rexes animatronics over here about to face off each other, and and this fucking other 
Velociraptor over here and all these other damn dinosaurs. I was going crazy for the dinosaurs, the dead creatures that are not alive but look cool as hell. That's the kind of zoo I want to go to. That's our, our interpretation of what they look like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because I was like, you know, they come. They do have some that they were like these. They look like birds. You know, they're very yeah. feathery and shit like that. And it was like, this is what they, this is what they say they look like. And I was like, yeah, that's what it is. I, I had a conversation. I was like, we don't know if they sounded like this or they look like oh. that or just like. That's what's funny about Jurassic Park is those are all interpretations. Mm-hmm. And they even explain it in Jurassic World where the way that they created them, like from frog DNA, it's they're not actual dinosaurs. They're like hybrids. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they don't have feathers and all that. And the reason we know that is because we found fossils that have imprints of feathers around the body. You think they did all that just so they could cover their tracks? <laughs> of course. <laughs> From over the years, like, yeah, they're probably not like this. <laughs> they're probably not like this. But that's our image of what it is, because Jurassic yeah. Park, we all grew up on that. And, you know, it makes you think of those comedy sketches where you got, like, it's, like, it's way in the future, and there's either people on Earth or alien beings, and they'll have... I don't know, say it's just this freaking PlayStation controller, but they'll take it and they'll interpret it as like, yes, the human beings will take this and they would use it to make phone calls. So, you know, like... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, they don't really know. They're just assuming of what it might be. And those skits like that or anything on of that sort is very funny because how do we... We're just interpreting what it could be. What if hieroglyphics that we see are being interpreted one way but the real story is just uh, this is just a, this is just some story this guy saw his neighbor bust his shit and <laughs> thought it was funny so he put it on the wall to make fun of him or something you know what if that was like Egyptian graffiti and it's just like someone's gang name say so we were up these cats that's our gang the house cats that's even funnier if it was just all <laughs> if it was all Egyptian graffiti. Spend dog, thank you for coming by for a little bit. And uh yeah, to totally catch us on the video on demand. Spend dog is a great one, man. He 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 gives us all the love and he's always there showing the new uh, Sony Shiba emotes I made. Um oh, RIP to the Sony legend Chiba. Sony Chiba, which the badass. I, you know, I knew of him. I, knew, I, I, of course, even when he came out in um, Kill Bill, I knew of him. I knew of his legacy and and that he is the street fighter. You know, famous for that. You didn't um, know about him from True Romance? Uh, no, because I don't remember. I don't remember True Romance that much. And I every time we mention it, or every time he's mentioned, I'm like, I need to watch True Romance again. Mm -hmm. And I still fucking stop. But, but I seen the clip where he mentions like, yeah, you know, this is a Kung Fu martial arts Street Fighter trilogy. And he's like, you want to take me to go see a martial arts movie? Three of them. Three of them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with her, man. I would take, I would, I would have gone. Especially if someone else paid. It, yeah. That's even more incentive to go. And especially yeah, if it's Christian Slater. Yeah. We know. 
There's 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 several guys. Man crush. Christian Slater's one of them. Christian Slater can tell me anything. I'll be like, yes, sir. Yeah. I'm going with you. I'm going with you. And and in that movie, that lady is the one that was the mom in the the crow. So she's always gonna be that fucking yep. mom from the crow. Always. Always. She was in like. I think she was in the first Bad Boys movie too, and yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> she was also it's the mom from the crow, <laughs> and she was also fucking grimy in that movie too. It's like, damn bitch, mm-hmm. you you just in movies doing people dirty, <laughs> <laughs> dirty <laughs> bitch. And she was in that movie True Romance. Did what? Christian Slater dirty. Didn't go to the movies with him. Nope. Hey, Tom's ass because he loved Elvis. Now I want to watch True Romance too. <laughs> I, I, I've been meaning to like for the longest. I've been meaning to. I've been meaning to watch a lot of movies. Did you watch Suicide Squad though? I did. I went to the theater and watched it. Was it not fucking amazing? It was fucking epic. Like, I don't think it had the heart from the first one, but it was still really epic. <laughs> it was. It it was it went it went all out from the beginning it went all out that shit was it was comical it was freaking sad though but I'm trying to talk without fucking spoiling shit but my question is why did they have to do the weasel dirty like that he didn't deserve all that did you see the after credits though yeah <laughs> so. Weasel's good. <laughs> he left him there. Like, oh, he's dead. Good. Let's go. He's gonna he's gonna go fucking kill some kids or some shit, yeah. right? That's what he does. Eat kids yeah. or whatever. Dirty <laughs> like why did anybody check to see if the weasel knew how to swim? <laughs> I thought it was very I thought it was really cool, very funny and bogus, but it seemed like it'll be the thing where they just they're betting on who will survive. Mm-hmm. You know, like, of course, they will be betting on who will survive all that. Uh, I love that hallway scene with um, Harley Quinn, where instead of blood, it's flowers. Yeah. That was so, like, mesmerizing. Like, I wanted to just watch more of that. It was visually stunning, right? The whole movie was mm-hmm. visually stunning. I like the... Absolutely the, beautiful. I like the each chapter, how he got creative with the mm-hmm. with the title. Got created with a tire. It was funny as hell. Very funny. Which yep. is something I expected because the excitement of James Gunn doing it was, oh, this guy took a group of just like characters no one knew of in the Marvel uh-huh. Universe with the Guard- Guardians of the Galaxy and made us like fall in love with them. The great interaction. You know, he knows how to... Uh-huh. He knows how to do characters, especially odd characters and... And make him very entertaining. So when it comes to Suicide Squad and saw that he had like Polka Dot Man, you know, and and King Shark and such and such. You're like, okay, this is going to be very freaking interesting. I know I'm going to love it. Peacemaker. I never even knew of a Peacemaker before John Mm -hmm. Cena came into it. And they were very funny. When they went into that camp to get Rick Flag, and they're just like... Massacring everybody oh, along the way, murdering everybody, <laughs> and then they're cool with them. <laughs> like, oh, I'm my bad. It was like, why didn't my people alarm you? Um, we didn't see anybody coming in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. 
the movie was hilarious, man. It was real cool. And and to end it off with a big battle against Starro, it's just, it was, it also reminds me of the show The Legends of Tomorrow. And the reason why I love mm-hmm. The Legends of Tomorrow is because it's such a wild cast of characters and all these zany fucking situation and zany mm-hmm. episodes, but it works so well because it's so entertaining and kind of fun in the sense of that's how comic books are. You know, they're yeah. zany and kooky and shit like that. So this Suicide Squad movie was on that kind of sort where the first one is great, it's good, and we fucking want to see this air cut because apparently it's oh like my God, yes. the definitive edition. But it was really grounded on that, like, realism still kind of shit. While this one here was more like, had more fun and went more on the comic book route. Mm-hmm. Not to, like, put off the first one, but it's just a different spectrum. And it's kind of like, if anything, this movie can show, like, oh, we can have fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it was still, like, very, very dark i mean people were getting murdered oh yeah the uh the gruesomeness of the movie was way more than the first one yeah they were like the dude at the beginning his face got blown off i was like holy shit i can't believe (laughs) yeah right but it 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 works because it's comical i guess Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying it's kind of in the sense of tarantino's kill bill and his argument was like People say, oh, this is too graphic and blah, blah. And he was like, but it's funny. You cut yeah. someone's arm off and it's just blood everywhere, you know? like It's totally fake, too. Yeah, it's totally fake. That's it's comical. Funny. I loved it. I, I actually tried to watch it again, but I was just watching it in like little parts. But I actually tried to watch it again. I, I love the movie. It was very funny. And I'm, I'm happy to always see a DC movie always going... That's one of the things, like, you know, something that stands out from the rest. Uh-huh. That's why you would enjoy, like, Wonder Woman that did it. And Shazam was fucking fantastic, too. Oh, my God, too. yes. Um, Aquaman, you didn't think it would work, and it fucking worked. Oh, my God, it's genius. Yeah. So when you take each thing and then you make it its own and, and expand that kind of stuff and have its own style, then that's good. That's why the Marvel movies work because each one is their own kind of like brand and style and stuff like that, but they mm-hmm. all fit in together. You know, you watching Ant-Man is different from watching like Captain America or now Thor got saved by Ragnarok because of Taika Waititi and Taika Waititi was in the movie Free Guy starring Ronnie Reynolds. Mm-hmm. And that movie is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I need to see that too. I heard it's really good. Yeah, that movie was really, really, really good. It was hilarious, man. I highly recommend seeing Free Guy. That's like, I, especially if you're a gamer, you get like all that. But they had great cameos as well. You can't, you can't do wrong with uh, Senor Reynolds. No. It had, it had heart too. It's like this guy like is good with putting like. Heart in his stories, like Deadpool. Deadpool yeah. is a is a like a love story, and the first one love story, second one family, but it's in there. You know, it has heart, yeah. surrounded in this crazy kooky already kind of shit. So this free guy is the same thing. It has a lot of heart and love story and all that shit, and it just works inside this GTA like movie, <laughs> GTA mixed with Fortnite kind of movie, but everything else. 
It's real good, and I highly recommend it. You know, these days movies come out, and then like a month later, they're on demand. Oh yeah, they don't even wait anymore. Mm-mm. Or you got the ones like Suicide Squad that came out in theater and demand at the same time. Mm-hmm. So they're giving people the option. Like I always thought that they should have like the DVD and Blu-rays come out the same day as the the theater release because it would be cool if you saw the movie and then at, at the theater they had it right there with the there was talks too. about that there was talks that about that like a long time ago as well when it was all the on demand kind of discussion movies and theater and on demand you know it was like one day we're hoping to have movies that you could buy after you watch it and stuff which is good oh, yeah there's movies like like totally like the Suicide Squad stuff like that. Like when you leave the theater, I wish I could just grab a copy of it right then and there, mm-hmm. because you want to rewatch it over and over again. Like the original Suicide Squad, that's like my go-to movie if I'm bored. There's always that that risk of pirating, you know. Yeah. If you got a Blu-ray right there, then people are just gonna pirate, and then there's people. Regardless, they're like, fuck that, I'm just going to watch it for free, you know, not caring about supporting or what or anything. It's just how it is. So I don't know if that's something that could happen, but because of the pandemic, stuff has changed, and especially movie releases now. I don't know how long it's going to be. I don't know if coming next year we'll still have movies come out and then like 30 30 days later well 45 days they say 45 days later mm-hmm. it's gonna be like on blu-ray or on demand or whatever i love it <laughs> i love it to death like i want to see snake eyes and snake eyes already on demand you know yeah i want to see so, that too i wait a little bit more i could get the fucking blu-ray and it's nothing against like me going to the movies i mean i wanted to go to the movies but stuff happens yeah know? You know, the time doesn't come out. Free Guy, I got to go because I was on vacation. And it was like, all right, let's go see fucking Free Guy. Um, The next thing, I'm going to go to the movies for sure because it's going to be movies only, is that Shang-Chi movie. Uh, That looks epic. Right? I'm hyped for that. I'm really hyped for that, and I'm excited to see. That's why... that's what I love is something new. Like I said, like that the James Gunn suicide the Suicide Squad was like a new, fresh kind of take on something. And this is like something completely new, a new character, a new story. Uh and it's gonna be the Marvel kind of kung fu kind of stuff. And it looks like it has that that classic kung fu shit. Cause and truth, kung fu should come back. I'm just saying. It should. You know? I don't think it ever went anywhere. I mean, you've got movies like The Matrix and John Wick, and yeah, uh, those are the movies that secretly put it in there to get people's attention. You know, like because it's not like those kind of movies are not uh, hits in the theater. You know, people don't go yeah. to that. But John Wick made it work. Because I guess the star power and also the story, at least the first mm-hmm. one about a dog. I don't know if the other ones will capture the fe- it's the it's, a, it's the female market, you know, like yeah. that true romance clip. <laughs> they don't want to go see 
of freaking Street Fighter trilogy at the at the movie theater, you know? That's hard to sell. But fellas, if you find yourself a girl who likes who loves watching martial arts movies, keep, keep that her. One. Yeah, yeah, keep that one. That could That's do a keeper. You know, majority won't want to go see a martial arts movie, but majority would want to watch anime with you that involves martial arts. That's true. What's going on there? Hmm? Like cartoons more? Like cartoons more? I'm just saying, watch some old Shaw Brothers you. with a brother. Oh, I hear that. I hear... That's how I drink water. I can't hear you. You can't hear me because of the water? Hey, there you are. <laughs> is it... Is it the water in the background? That's why you couldn't hear me? Yeah. Probably. She drinks really loud. She drinks loud. We got a... We're fostering a kitty over there. And this kitty... Very quiet. Very calm. Mature for his age. And... He drinks water bougie as fuck. <laughs> I'm saying he goes up to the, the water bowl, dips his paw in it like, and then just fucking drinks it off of his paw. Oh, my God. Dips hand, drinks it off of his paw. So bougie. It's the most bougiest thing ever. The bougiest thing. You, that cat <laughs> is too much. I'm like, okay, dog. I see. You, you don't. You're, you're, you're too good to dip your head in there and just lick the water out. See, we think shit like that's funny now, but in like a thousand years, when cats are like humanoid, and we're like a slave race, it's not gonna be funny anymore. Oh, when they take over? They're already growing thumbs, and they can like pick up stuff, and they have, you know, problem-solving skills and. They're way too smart. They are kind of smart. This one took my my hand was away, and this one went to my hand. It was like, come over here, come over here, come over here. And then I went to him and I started petting. It was like, all right, cool. I'm like, oh, that's all you wanted? And I put my hand away, and he's like, no, man, come here, come here. <laughs> They're hella smart. They are. So are dogs. Yeah. So are dogs. Not as much like, as cats, but they're smart. You like dykes? I like dykes. You like dykes. <laughs> no, but this one is cute. Cute little fucker. Cute little bugger. Frank, cute send little him here. bugger. Cute little bugger. If you follow my Instagram, you probably see pictures of the freaking kitty. Cause that's all I I'm do. Doing. Kitty pictures. Kitty pictures are In there. videos. You know, wasn't, you know what wasn't cute today? And this is where it goes to that freaking conversation that we almost had right there. Because you told me you saw Gamora? Gamora. Gamora. I was fucking naming homegirl from Guardians. Gamora t-shirts, right? Yeah, this one. Today, I did my first day. Uh, oh, oh, look at the t-shirt. Go Tell them where to get it. Tell them where to get it. It's at Geekgasms on uh, T-Spread. What is it? T public, no? T public, there it is. There you go. Geekgasms at T public. Go get yourself a Gamora Gamora t shirt from Hammer of Venus. She makes t shirts, y'all. She made us a new t shirt too in My Entertainment, Limited Time. I did. 
juggernauts on it. Fuck is you doing? Go over there. But today I did my first day at work. Uh, LP went to the new company as well. You know, he went there first, and then I followed. Oh wow! Um, of course, you guys. He went there. He went there first because he did his fucking two weeks first. We were gonna go at the same time, but he did his first, and I just waited like. I was gonna be nice and be like, "Oh, I'm not gonna have my last week of my vacation." I should have. They thought I was yeah. on vacation. I mean, no, they thought I was done. When I came back from vacation, they were like, "Are you with us or not?" I was like, "Motherfucker!" In my letter, I said the 19th. <laughs> <laughs> I this is my this is that company. Okay, not my company anymore. This is that company. They thought I was done. And they were like, "We heard the 16th." Because I probably told the HR ladies, like, yeah, I think around the 16th as a mistake, right? Right. So she just she just said that to the other management, and they went by that. She never took this fucking, I did a resignation letter and everything. She never shared that with anybody. Clearly, they didn't read any of that. So when they came to me, and they were like, Oh, I thought you were gone. Are you with us? And I'm like, yeah, I'm with you until the 19th, motherfuckers. What the hell? Telling you, hectic. Anyways, so we're at the new job today, and LP just stops me. He stops me, and then he's like, hold on, don't move, don't move. And then he just slaps my chest. And I thought he was just, like, fucking around, giving me, like, the Ric Flair, like, the woo, Mm -hmm. you know? Which... Surprised me because I was like, he never do no wrestling kind of stuff like that. But he stopped me. He's like, blah. I'm like, what the fuck? And then he does it again. Blah. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look down and there's this big stupid moth on my chest. <laughs> it looked like Mothra. This big stupid moth. He's like, oh, shit. I'm like, ah. <laughs> So he was there just trying to fucking whack this thing and kill it. But when... He did the first whack and nothing happened. He panicked and whacked again. He's like <laughs> whacking the shit on my chest. And I'm finally like, what's going on? I see that. Like, I don't even know how. He must have been like at least closer to my neck because I saw nothing. And once I looked down, that motherfucker was like. <laughs> I was like, ah. Oh, shit. So clearly if anybody was like looking from us at far, they just saw homeboy whacking me in the chest twice. And then both of us panicking and running off. <laughs> So that's my story of how I fought Mothra today. That's your Mothra story. Put it on your tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> Which fought funny, mo- by the way, I used to Ric Flair slap people like that at Best Buy all the time. Yeah, that's good. That's all good shit. Time. That's how you should do it. People used to walk around like this because they were afraid I was going to chest slap them. You just grab them, turn around. Woo! <laughs> That or if they were holding anything in their hands, I would slap it out of their hands. Damn, you were a bully. I was a bully. You was a bully. A bona fide <laughs> bully. <laughs> That's messed up, yo. I remember my supervisor, he had this big handful of these brochures that he was going to hand out during this team meeting we were having, like a store meeting. Ooh. And I just walked over and went, slap. And they all flew all over the floor. He goes, you're going to help me pick those up. And I was like, no, I'm not. And I walked up. Damn. You're going to pick them up, nerd? That's what you should have said. Yeah. <laughs> walked off. Nerd. You had to have, you had to at least have like a couple other people with you and have a varsity. Right. 
a leather coat? a leather jacket. Yeah, something like that. Huh, nerd? <laughs> huh, you piece of shit, little dork? Fucking asshole. And then when they get you in secret, you're very touchy though, and you're just being a bully because you're hiding your true feelings and whatnot. Exactly. That's that's the story of me. Exactly. <laughs> I wanted to be sensitive and cry, but I just slapped everybody. Like um, gross point blank. Yeah. <laughs> You have that you poem? poem. You're, just, <laughs> You're gonna read to a poem that. right now. <laughs> For a while. <laughs> For a while. <laughs> that was beautiful. I love that movie. Why wasn't there why a sequel? Do, why do we always talk about that movie? Because Gross Point Blank is a fucking gem. It's too good. Like, why did that movie not get a sequel? I don't know. I don't know why John Cusack didn't go back to that. It I was... still think that would make a great prequel TV series. Right? Imagine they did a TV series. It would be like, but that's not John Cusack. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> if they did it in the 80s and all that, it'd be pretty cool. You gotta. You gotta. For some reason, every time I think gross point blank, I think of that song. When <laughs> down in the fucking in the gym. Just killing that dude, the pen. Yes. Uh uh what what what's the name? Benny Arquitas. Mm-hmm. Benny Arquitas. It was that one guy I was like, damn, he looked kinda of funny. But I've seen fight there's three I think it's Three. It's either two or three Jackie Chan movies where Jackie Chan versus Benny Arquitas is probably like the best cinematic martial art fights ever depicted. Oh, no shit. Yeah, between those two. And the story is that they really, they really like went off on each other. Like they didn't hold back. So those punches and those kicks like really connected, you know, because they wanted it to be as real as possible. Is it better than Bruce Lee versus Chuck Norris? I mean, nothing's better than the two icons going at it. That's boy. the fight right there. <laughs> nothing's better than two icons going at it, ref by a kitty. Mm-hmm. That cat <laughs> ref the shit out of that match. That <laughs> match was the shit. <laughs> That's iconic right there. But it's 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 definitely up there. It's definitely up there. I know one of them is Dragons Forever. Another one's Wheels on Meals. It's probably the only two... I can think of, I'm not sure if they did it again, but those two really, if you're listening or you're here, definitely go to YouTube and look up Benny Arquitas versus Jackie Chan, and trust me, you won't be disappointed. It's one of the best cinematic freaking martial art fights I've ever seen in my life. Besides John Wick. Besides John Wick, which is giving us, oh, speaking of us, um, speaking of John Wick, uh, uh, rest in peace to Sony Chiba. Yep. The the legend. Uh, I've seen a video. I've seen a video where Keanu was doing um, promotion tour for J- the first John Wick, and it was in Japan. And he was talking about how, like, yeah, he looked up to Sony Chiba. He loved his movies. And then they had Sony Chiba show up. And Keanu, oh shit. Yeah, Keanu. Of course, he like you know gigged out. And he was like, oh snap, you know. He started. He had Sony Chiba there, interviewing him instead, and he'll talk about how Sony Chiba movies were always great, and 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 he looked up to it, and and after I watched the Street Fighter finally, 
It's crazy because I watched the Street Fighter, and then two days later he passed away. Oh wow! Talk about timing, right? That's fucked up. So that's like, I just watched his movie finally, and the guy passed away, and now I'm like on this like. I was gonna do it anyways. It's crazy because I was gonna do it anyways. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch Sony Chiba movies now because I know he has a whole bunch, and I'm just intrigued, and I I just became a fan of of this. And then he passed away, and it's like, no, now I have to, you know, mm-hmm. like to honor his legacy and whatnot. I have to watch more of these. So I did watch his entire um, the Street Fighter trilogy, and there was these fights, especially at the end of the first one, where it's like on a boat and it's raining like crazy. And as I watched it, and knowing that Keanu was a big fan, I wonder, like, did he base that fight against him and that dude at the end of the first John Wick, mm-hmm. inspired by this fight at the end of the Street Fighter? You know, I could see that, right? Or at the end of uh, Matrix. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely that. Definitely that. That was that was real rain right there. Every time there's yeah. a big fucking thunderstorm like neo and smith are out there fighting somewhere i always call it matrix rain <laughs> Matrix Rain. <laughs> there was also something else that was in that movie that clearly inspired more combat is that um you know that x-ray kind of shit where they get punched and then it's like x-ray mm-hmm. vision yeah that was like in the street fighter movie oh nice straight up it was just one shot, and he just, like, hits someone in the head, and then it goes, like, to X-ray, and then Esino you know, goes back, and the guy's, like, bleeding, like, paint. You know how it is. <laughs> just red, crazy paint. Yeah. Like, and then just dies. And you're just left like, damn. Exactly. Speaking of this, and, let, you know, we talked about Bruce Lee. If Bruce Lee was still around, he would have had, like, a Bruce Lee versus Bruce Lee kind of movie, you know? Because every... Yeah. Every action star has their, like, going against movie. I don't know if Chuck Norris did. Did Chuck Norris ever have a go against himself movie? I don't think I don't so, think right? I think so. Lone Wolf McCray, he was kind of in his, you know, I don't know. Even The Undertaker went against himself. <laughs> 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 you had Jelly, you had Jackie Chan, mm-hmm. you had John Claude, you had Arnold Schwarzenegger. But why didn't Steven Seagal go against himself? I think he's too fat now. <laughs> you think they would? He just they wouldn't understand each other. No. They talk. Why am I talking like this? Wait, 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 I don't wait. know. What do you say? <laughs> you're gonna have to speak up. I, I can't understand you when you're talking. There was a time period I was about, I was about to hit like a Steve Seagal freaking marathon. I was about to watch all his dumbass movies just to get a good laugh. Some of them are good, like um, Hard to Kill. That's my favorite Steven Seagal movie because he's like in a coma for like seven years and then wakes up and then gets like mad revenge on everybody. Right? That's back when he was like the shit. Hell yeah, then he was skinny and had a ponytail and could fight. Sense, like- you know, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to like diss people who get big when they get older. But you look at these other cinematic legends. Arnold didn't let himself go. Sylvester didn't let himself go. John Claude Van Damme is still cut to death and looking mm-hmm. good. Look at um, 
Jason David Frank. Jason David Frank. Yes, and most of most of all those fucking Power Rangers are still in good fucking shape mm-hmm. and looking good. So why did Steven Seagal not do that? He just did not stay with it. I think it's all that Louisiana food. <laughs> They've got some good ass food there. <laughs> Myself stupid. <laughs> it's like you just gave up. <laughs> it's like you just gave up. I even saw. Well, no. Uh, I even see like the the people who who did the the motion capture for the Mortal Kombat game. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the main ones is from here in Chicago, and he has a school. Uh, goddamn, what's his name? Michael Piscina, I think. Michael Piscina, he did. Is that? Forgive me if I'm saying the wrong name. Uh, he did the motion capture for. No, I think is. I think that's not his name. Fuck, man. Motion capture for like um, Johnny Cage and. Oh. Scorpion. I'm talking about like the video game itself. The original? Yeah. Yeah. They do like Comic Cons and stuff now. Yeah, they do. God damn it. If only I can get the name because I don't wanna I don't wanna murder his name, but he's um uh Mexican American. He's uh, Carlos Pesina, sorry. Right? Is it Carlos Pesina? I don't wanna murder his name. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. Yes? That don't look like him, though. Well, anyways. Daniel Piscina. There you go. Daniel Piscina. I guess his other brother. So, this guy, right? He did, He was Johnny Cage and and Reptile, Smoke, New Side by Sub-Zero, Scorpion. He was all these characters. From here in Chicago. And he still has a school here, blah, blah. And he... Yes, he got older... And he's not as thin and built, but he's not fucking like Steven Seagal big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he's like he's average. He's good. He's still in good shape, and he'll beat your ass. You know? <laughs> uh, I'm not saying that Steven Seagal won't beat my ass because I don't even want to challenge that. All right? I'm not going to be that one guy who's like, yeah, this asshole thought that he could go toe-to-toe with Steve Seagal, make fun of his weight, and next thing you know, his arm was broken into 15 different places. He could probably choke you out and, like, with his finger. He probably could. Like, he's a big guy, so that's a lot of fucking, like, that's probably not all meat. That's probably some muscle there, too. Like, yeah. I don't even want to... I don't want to try, you know? The guy has an ego that's, like, to the moon. Yeah. So if anything, I would be like, hey, what up, fat ass? He's like, what you call me? <laughs> Put me into a ball like they did to Michael Jordan and Space yeah. Jam and shit and just shoot me <laughs> into a hoop. And then we find out that Steven Seagal can actually ball. <laughs> like Prince. <laughs> like Prince. Give me a Space Jam where Steven Seagal has to help the fucking Looney Tunes win a game. Who are all these cartoons? <laughs> Not even win a game. You know there was talks about doing other space jams, but they have it was just like another kind of sport. So there's this one rumor that they want to do it with the Rock, and it involves wrestling. 
That would be cool. <laughs> or they that could do sense. Terry Crews and football. Oh, Terry Crews and anything epic. is freaking. That guy is. He's gold. a national treasure. Yeah, I don't like when people started like attacking him for shit. For Why? his like, because he had opinions and they would call him like Uncle Tom kind of shit. You know? Oh, that's so stupid. Yeah. Not like, come he on, man. He just. He even showed up in Lego Masters. He did? Yeah, on an episode. You know, I never checked that show out, and, and we got into Legos, like, hardcore for oh, a good while. So uh, I know she said she watched it, and she was like, it's it's all right, but I guess maybe because, like, you want to be doing the Legos instead of watching yeah. other people do Legos. You definitely want to build, like, especially, like, in the second season when they have, like, almost twice as much. Yeah? Like, you can build, like, literally anything. I should check it out, man. I should. It's I should really it good. Out. It's got Will Arnett, so it's not wrong. Oh, Batman? <laughs> yeah. And he does the Batman. Batman voice on there, too. Yeah, he gotta. He gotta. I love Lego's Batman. When he's throwing that shit, like, boop, 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 boop. First try. <laughs> <laughs> he's funny. He's a funny guy. Yeah, he's pretty good on the show. I gotta check it out. I never checked it out. With so many other stuff to watch. Every week is something new. Oh, Andrew Dice Clay. Andrew Dice Rachel. <laughs> oh, you should watch Legos. <laughs> I can't do that. Oh. Oh. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You're good. Oh. That just looked like you dropped something. Oh. <laughs> Drop your cigarette. Oh. Drop my dog. Oh. Oh. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> so yeah, I got out of that old job, thank God, and into this new one that the first day seems good. It's already and better. It's already better. Less stress. Everybody is people I used to work with, and they're good workers. So that was like reuniting with my work family. Things went smoothly and there's not chaos everywhere. And the thing is that I still see the other company and I saw them doing their flights and I still see chaos. And then I saw the flight that I do in the in the afternoons. And I was just I was just seeing who's on there and I was like, Oh shit, they got this person and that person. It was like outside people who are who are here to help around and they had them just all doing the flight. And they were like super delayed, which is super bad. Oh no. And I was just thinking, I got out the right fucking time, you know? Because that could have been me over there having to deal with all that bullshit. What happened to uh, Cannon Club? Cannon Club got his arm messed up. Oh no. How? He apparently, and this happened when I was. Gone. He. This happened when I was gone. The week Rocio was uh, ill with the mm -hmm. ear infection, so I didn't show up to work. And then next thing you know, I this guy tells me, yeah, if I, I, I. He said I broke my arm, my elbow, but he didn't break his elbow, but he fucked it up somehow. He fell off a cargo truck. And busted his shit, and he's been out oh, since. Oh wow! 
and I it's messed up because I told him I was like, this is what you get for doing something because it's true. He would do weird. He would do risky shit. You know, he'll be in positions as like, Kenny, don't do that because you're gonna fucking get hurt. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure he was in one position where he shouldn't have been on the loader and the loader operator. And I found out who it is, and he could have been. I mean, he's not someone that I would trust myself on there, you know, because he doesn't have years of experience, whatever. This guy, like, think he's the shit. So I'm sure he hit him and knocked them off of there. It's not to say that that shit won't happen because I've done it before, too. Like, I almost injured a, a truck driver and kind of knocked him off the loader. But it wasn't at a high, it wasn't too high. It was accidental like crazy, and I apologize, and he was fine. But that's the kind of stuff that you learn. You're like, okay, you don't do anything until you know it's because safety really matters over there, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, I'll act like, I'll make it seem and act like I'm just doing whatever, but I'm not. I'm being safe 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that matters to me because I don't want to be I don't want to be the guy who ends up injuring someone or uh, uh, even worse killing somebody. You know, mm-hmm. I could potentially kill someone. Say I bring up the loader, which is the device to get the cargo and all the everything else on it, and fucking run it into the plane. Say I bring that up, and I bring that down while there's someone still under there. I'm squishing their whole body. You know what I'm saying? Just like the Terminator. Yes, so unless the Terminator's down there and I got to stop him from trying to kill me or Sarah Connor, then I'll do that. Other than that, I don't want to do that to somebody, and that's going to be in my conscience forever. Right. I don't. I do not want to kill somebody. So, yeah, he was just... He was just not in the spot that he was supposed to be in, got injured from it. and But he's... he's I mean, he's good. He's hitting me up and shit. Uh, he even told me when I... When I went to the AEW on Fridays, like, give me a shirt. And I'm like, Kenny, <laughs> give me a shirt and I'll pay you back. And I was like, damn, Kenny, look, I could just go to the store here in Chicago. It's like the, like, we got store. No other place in the world has this store. And we have the store of the central hub of all wrestling t-shirts outside of WWE. But the central hub of where all the t-shirts, I could just go to the store and get you one, kid. Because I didn't want to wait in line for a t-shirt. But Guess what I did? I waited in line for a t-shirt. But you know what? It was a t-shirt I wanted, damn it. <laughs> it was That's limited. Yeah, it was limited. It was just there. And it says that I was there with the date and all that shit. So I was not going to pass up on that. And you got video. And I got video. For those that don't know what I'm talking about, I went to AEW Rampage that was here at the United Center in Chicago. Which was the main, besides the fact of this possible, like, return of one of the top wrestlers of the last fucking decade. Besides the possible return of that, it was just the fact that it was at the United Center, which to me, I love the United Center. I don't, I mean, I don't go there for sports. I wish I did. You know, not that I'm a sport guy, but just, you know, the experience, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, I want to go to, I would love to go to a Blackhawks game there. I would love to go to a Bulls game there. Just the experience. 
But it's just that the the United Center is so well done that it's the way it's the way it's made. Nobody is blocking your vision. Uh-huh. So the people in the front of you are not sitting and blocking your vision at all compared to the other uh, area up north, the Allstate Arena, which mostly where the WWE holds their events. If someone's sitting in front of me, they're blocking my vision. And I got to like maneuver around. So I guess the seating are not as low as the United Center seatings where it's literally built so no one blocks your vision. So you just see everything. Ooh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> and everybody just saw that who's here live. Freaking a little Your light. YouTube lamp. Yeah, I whacked the shit out of it and it fell. Nothing. Uh, this is live, people. Fuck it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> Wait, I forgot. I actually have that. What the hell is it? Anything can we'll happen. Do it live. Fuck it. There you go. Do it live. Fuck it. But yeah, I like it there better. It's 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 closer and it's a better thing. So I thought that would be, you know, perfect. Let's go there, guys. Let's have fun. And, you know, we're lucky this guy actually shows up and it's not just all just tugging us and, you know, getting our hopes up. And he did. And I lost my mind. It was the greatest night in a long time. We got free ice cream bars on the way out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we grabbed two because we were waiting in line. So I went out there and got some ice cream bars, went back in line for the T-shirt, got the T-shirt, got lucky enough to get the T-shirt. They were almost sold out by the time we got to them. And then when we headed out, they still had boxes and boxes more of the ice cream bars. So we got another one. And then it turns out that the ice cream bars are actually made somewhere close by. There's mm-hmm. this, uh, this ice cream shop here called Pretty Cool, and they've been blowing up since... Like they 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 started like maybe two to three years ago, and they just have they just focus on ice cream bars and they do a lot of creative ice cream bars and they all taste very very good like no shit like if this should be one of those like hot spots when visiting like Chicago, and then it turns out that they're the ones who did this so then you also feel this kind of like yo this guy is cool because he didn't just go to anybody he went to a local shop that he probably him and his wife probably thought like, yo, we really love your ice cream bars. Would you be willing to make this much for us at this event? And then you got to think about this little spot that I'm pretty sure don't have like a big roster of employees. Right. You know? So then you're like, what the fuck? Like I thought about that. How did they do this? How long did they do this? And how many people worked on it to make like, there were boxes and boxes. We talking about a whole arena full of people. And even when we were walking out, which we were like one of the last people, there was still people in there, of course, waiting in line, but they were mostly all gone and there was still boxes and boxes of it. And they had to keep it under wraps, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 I should go over there and get pissed off at them. Like, why didn't you fucking tell me CM Punk was going to come? See, how did everybody know that he was coming back? Because there was there was the rumors. Those are rumors that, oh, he's talking to this company and that he signed up. And then there were teased weekly. They will be teasing. Oh, um, when they announced 
out of the blue too, out of the blue, because they were already gonna come here, but in September, not to mm-hmm. United Center though. They're gonna go somewhere else. It's gonna be this big week where they're doing three shows here. Two is the tapings, and then one is the like their big pay per view that's like WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And they always do it here in Chicago. And that's what pissed me off because they always do this big event here in Chicago and the guy who's from Chicago can't even fucking get to it because it always sells out because everybody and their mama around the fucking world buys tickets to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Imagine that. You know, this shit's happening in my backyard. Can't make it. Fucking sucks. <laughs> so they announced we're going to be here at the United Center like out of the blue and I'm like, oh shit, well, we're going to that. And then let's you know, right after they announced that, they're giving all these hints. They're saying stuff like best in the world and and this and that, and you got wrestlers coming out with like a Cookie Monster T-shirt, which is you know CM Punk always joked about what his CM means. And one of the things he said is Cookie Monster. Then another week, that guy comes out with a T-shirt that says Chick Magnet. So it's like, okay, you guys are really teasing us and hinting. And they just kept going and going. And CM Punk put up this one post with just three dates on it, like three years, and it was like the years that he signed onto different corporations and one of them was 21 you know he just put 21 there and there was all these hints so all these people were like okay something's gonna happen and then the guy himself who owned the company is like this is gonna be the biggest thing ever you guys don't want to miss it you know you're gonna love it we're gonna change the game and blah blah blah. so everybody's like oh shit maybe it's actually gonna happen so the feeling of the arena was People there and they're like people having signs. If you don't show up, we riot. Welcome back, CM Punk. Mm-hmm. This, this, that, all this shit. You know, people chanting CM Punk. I had this guy next to me. He's like, he's not gonna show up, you idiots. But <laughs> tell me why this motherfucker was cheering his ass off when he did show up. You know, like okay. <laughs> and and that was just the feeling. It was like maybe he's gonna show up. We hope he's gonna show up, but we don't know if he's gonna show up. But we're hopeful he's gonna show up. And then. His music hit, and then the whole place just fucking went crazy. Like you, you couldn't even hear the his theme music when everybody was screaming. It was insane. And you hear that video? I didn't. I never watched the video again until I posted it. But I guess I don't remember homegirl in front of me screaming that fucking loud, (laughs) (laughs) like she was dying. Ah! So that's why I had to put that. I was like, yeah, that's not me screaming like that, by the way. (laughs) Like, I freaked out, yes. But my shit was, I was recording at first, and it happened, and I was just like, but of course, I have a mask on, so you don't see that. You just see that in my eyes. But I'm just like, because I I didn't believe it. It's like, holy shit, is this really happening? Blah, blah, blah. And I think if you, I think if you listen to that little clip. That was like, I it, the whole shit was recorded. But if you listen to that little clip, I think you hear me is like, is this actually happening? Like something like that, you know? Like it finally mm-hmm. popped into me. Like it's happening. It's fucking actually happening. And that's when I fucking go all fucking crazy about it. But I was just in shock at first because I was like, oh my God, I, 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 this is actually happening. I didn't, I didn't think it was him. I thought they were bullshitting us, faking us because this happened before. I remember we went to a WWE event and he was like, it was right after he left, and they played his music, but they had someone else come out, and it's like, ha-ha, psych, bitch. You know, you're going to hurt my feelings like that. But, yeah, it actually happened, and it was a great night, and something that I'm always going to cherish, and, and, and it'd be, you know, I could say, like, I was there when he returned. It's kind of like when people say, and Chicago, too, when Chris Jericho arrived, they were there because mm-hmm. he came into the WWE, and it was on Chicago. It's some, something that... I'm 
never going to forget. Just like one time I went to a show and The Undertaker showed up out of nowhere. And I never thought I'd get to see The Undertaker because I wasn't around that time, you know? Mm-hmm. And he just showed up and it was like before he retired. So I got to uh, got to experience that. The only thing that will also make me blow my mind is I'm somewhere in Stone Cold or The Rock shows up. Because he's a guy who's like past my, you know, before my time, but before I was able to go to shows. I'll lose my fucking mind if Stone Cold came out of nowhere. I'd be like that if Goldberg showed up somewhere. Oh, yeah. I got to be at a show with Goldberg. I still love Goldberg. People dissing Goldberg because he's like, I oh, he's old. He's old and he comes in, whatever, and he gets everything, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I'm like, fuck, I fucking love Goldberg, man. Like, why not have Goldberg in here? I love him. Him and Sting and Ultimate Warrior. I got to see Sting for the first time. Oh, shit. Yeah, because he was there. Mm-hmm. He's part of AW. And, and, and CM Punk was talking, blah, blah, blah. And then he calls out this one dude who called him out. And it's some young guy called Darby Allen. And Darby Allen has been paired with Sting because they're kind of the same. So he's like the new age kind of Sting kind of shit. Mm-hmm. He only paints half his face. And he's real like just to himself, skater boy kind of shit, dark emo. He's good wrestler. So they paired him with Sting. And he calls him, he talks to him, and then he like points at the rafters, right? Because that's where you know you're gonna, they're gonna be. Mm-hmm. And the motherfuckers were like right behind us up there. So I turn up there and I just see them all the way up there and shit. And it was like, yeah, look at Sting. But it was it didn't hit me until later that show when Sting actually came out and he grabbed the mic and started talking. I was like, oh shit, I'm on a show with Sting. That's you know? awesome. I never thought I'll be able to. I never thought I'll see Sting. Did Who's CM next? Punk actually fight or did he just talk? No, no, he he talked. He said what he's you know he's back and 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 why he left and why he's been away and why he came back, and then he said that his big match is gonna be at that you know all out, which is the big pay per view that's gonna happen mm-hmm. here in Chicago, and that he's gonna fight Homeboy. But who you know next week he's gonna show up at the show. He said that this is the thing because he left WWE because it was unhealthy. They were making him unhealthy, and they were like, he was getting worse and worse, and they did nothing about it, and they overwork you. This is the kind of stuff mm-hmm. that I relate to because that's how I feel about the last job. Mm-hmm. They overwork you, and they don't care. They don't fucking give a shit about it. I dedicated seven years to that place. All right? Seven years, and I said, I'm only going to leave this place if I find something better or it goes down. <laughs> I come to work one day, and it's like there. It's not there anymore. Seven years. CM Punk left wrestling for seven years. It was like the same thing. He comes and returns after seven years to an organization where he says, I feel I feel it again here. Mm-hmm. I feel like people care. I feel like it's a weed thing. I went to this new company because I felt it again. I met the the manager and this this Latino guy, really cool, really friendly. We had like a two-hour kind of meet, two-hour kind of interview, but it was really just two hours of us just chatting, getting to know each other, vibing, you know? Mm-hmm. And what he was pitching and selling was they cared about their workers, and they cared about getting things right, and they cared about everything, and they want to do better, and blah, blah, blah. And I really liked that. And now I felt like now I feel like I'm somewhere where they actually care about you. Mm-hmm. And they actually want, they wanted 
so you're being taken care of. This guy told us a story where it's like, I used to work at this warehouse and I was spit on and treated like shit. So when I became a fucking manager, I fired those assholes. Mm-hmm. You know? And I was like, I like that. That's the kind of person I want to work with. Yeah. Work for. Plus, it always helps when they're like, hey, I will give you this much too. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, how I feel too about my new job is like, they really care about people and like they let you you know have say so with your schedule and if you need days off they just give them to you my like the pay rate is not the greatest but for what they're selling and giving to you it's like worth it and then like you have room to move up and make more, more money and they they want you to they want you to move up and and learn more and and be more skilled and make more money and that's why I like that's what makes me want to get out of bed every day is to work for a company like that not one that just works you to death yeah you don't want to go somewhere where you just you just feel like it doesn't matter right you know you don't matter it doesn't matter and it's just there's there was chaos over there now they have too many contracts, not enough people, not enough experienced people, especially since they lost all the fucking people. Mm-hmm. And it's still just so disorganized and whatever. And the fact that they just don't seem to care. I told you my thing about the resignation later. Clearly, none mm-hmm. of that was spread around and told to anybody. My vacation was never approved on the system. Never. All right. It kept saying pending. If I look at it right now, it'll still say pending. It was never approved. I got lucky. I even got, I was even paid for my vacation. Cause I, I was at the point where I was like, all right, fuck it. I guess I'm not getting paid for my vacation. I don't care, but I actually got paid. So thank God, but they're not on it. I don't mm-hmm. know. Just this organization. I'm now somewhere. I'm now in the company where I'm with people. I'm with, an old uh, supervisor that I respect and he knows my worth. You know, he was dying for me and LP to come over already. You know, he was dying for us to come over today. We worked and it was like, I never done these flights and I did them cause I'm, 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 I'm used to it and adapting to each flight and each flight is the same thing except a little bit different. You know, mm-hmm. we did these flights. Like we worked there f- forever. We vibe. We did it. We did it quick. We did it good. We had each other's back. That's how it's supposed to be. Right. I'm back with a work family, and I just hope it stays that way, and I hope it's still good. I know maybe at one point down in the future, it's going to get, it's going to pick up. They're going to get more contracts and whatnot, but hopefully they'll know how to handle it better. If this company knew how to handle so many freaking flights better, there wouldn't have been an issue. But imagine working somewhere where you're literally like, all right, you come here, you're going to do this, you're going to do that, you're going to do this, you're going to do that, you're going to go over here, you're going to go over there. It's just organized. Disorganized like crazy. Also, and I think you remember this, I'll have to check the night before to see what I'm doing the next day. Yeah. You know, schedule day by day. That's bullshit. The fuck is that, right? not how it that's not how it should be so 
the best of luck to them fuckers, but I don't want to deal with that anymore, <laughs> and I'm glad I don't deal with that. It Just looking at them gave me anxiety, but I was finally at peace because I was like, I don't have to deal with that. But we're right. getting, like, these stares from them. <laughs> no, there's, there's something. There's one of those guys, and this is the story. There's one of those guys. Out of, out of towners, they got some out of towners to help around, right? They're like supervisors and whatnot. There's one of them that I was told that drove by the guys at the new company, my old employees who work at this new company, and went like this, like gun motion to them. You know? Oh, drove wow. by and gestured gun. And they're like, what the fuck? And they don't know this guy, you know? They don't know. It's not like me driving up to be like, bang, bang, you know, fucking around with them. They know me. We cool. We from the same state and shit. This guy is from like some other state driving by these other guys. I, he doesn't know doing this motion to them. And then I found out that that same guy got in a confrontation with someone else from my company now and then try to get him in trouble by saying that he was carrying a knife, which is not too far-fetched in that job because a knife, like a little pocket knife that you go like, mm-hmm. is very useful for anything. I used to carry one until I lost it. It's, this is the kind of people that that's working over there. And why is this guy starting beef with people he doesn't even know and what for? And then I just got this, like now I get these stares from these other people, these, just these guys, everybody else that I used to work with, whatever, like, Hey, you're over there. Uh, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That's it. But these people in management is just like, just staring you down. <laughs> like, That's so petty. It is. They're petty as fuck over there. I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm glad I don't got to deal with their ass. That's how fuck. I felt at Walmart. Like nothing I did was good enough. I would work my ass off and give them blood, sweat, and tears, like, literally. And all I got was, why aren't you doing more? And I'm like, I'm giving you all I've got. If that's not good enough, then I can't work here. Not a thank you, no nothing, no, no appreciation. Nothing. And it's not even, like, you know you know that kind of sense where they give you, did they give you, like, an appreciation, but you're like, yeah, whatever kind of shit, you know, they're just doing it to make People. face or something? They did this thing where they pulled all the department managers into a meeting one time and they gave us this little a pen that went on our vest and it says, my manager appreciates me. I'm like, fuck that little pen. If you appreciate me, give me a raise. Tell me I'm doing a good job. Right? <laughs> Something. Don't give me a pen. Oh, shit. Danny said, I... I was literally thinking it's turning into Walking Dead at your job. They didn't do a crucial background check, I guess. It felt like that. It feels like that. Because over there, it felt like they just hire anyone. And the people they were hiring are just ridiculous. Look, I, I understand. If you're new, then you need to get some experience and blah, blah, blah. But they were hiring people that were just not showing that kind of effort, being lazy, doing whatever mm-hmm. they want. There's a lot of doing whatever you want at that place. You know, come in whenever you want it, come in late whenever you do. And I, I'm not one to say that I'm not guilty of that, but I was a product of that environment. Right. 
when you're doing when you're doing stuff and dealing with people that is like whatever, then you become like well, whatever because they get to fucking do whatever, and I'm getting tired of this shit. I called off the day after the Fourth of July because motherfuckers called off on the Fourth of July. Wow. One called off, and then shortly after, someone else called off, and acting like we don't know they were like doing something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Come on. And then they had me also scheduled that day to work all day. So I'm talking about like morning until evening. Oh, fuck now. Yeah. So I left when I usually leave and then I didn't come the next day. They could suck a dick. And if I have to suck a whole island full of dicks for peace, I'll do it. <laughs> Uh, John Cena making hits like that that alone made me want to go watch other John Cena films that I just slacked off on like cock blockers and playing playing with fire and now he got a new one coming out on Hulu it's a comedy I forgot what it's called but it's him and and this black comedian I think he's the one in Free Guy and it's like John Cena, but with like weird, like he got like weird hair. Just on John Cena being funny. John Cena's a pretty funny guy. He is pretty funny. He knows how to do like comedy and stuff. Mm-hmm. He was, he really killed it. I love I love the interaction between him and 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 what was it? Death? What? Bloodstone? Right? No, Bloodsport. Bloodsport, yeah. Bloodsport. I just got to think about John Van Damme. That's how I yep. remember. Me too. Him and Bloodsport, when they're like just trying to outdo each other on kills. Beautiful. Epic. That movie is beautiful. Sure, I'll go see it. Go see the Suicide Squad, people, so we can talk about it. <laughs> yes. And theaters on HBO Max, wherever. How do you feel about Scarlett Johansson coming at Disney because they. They need to pull their held their 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 part of the contract. I think she's justified in it. You know, she was told that it was gonna come out in theaters only, and then later come out to Disney Plus, and they didn't do that. They released them the same day, and that's pretty shitty, especially mm-hmm. if your income is coming from, you know, movie, uh, the moviegoers. Mm-hmm. So I'm totally on her side with this. Like I, I would, I agree with her, and I would have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think so too. Like yeah. I would have, under, I, w- I, w- I would understand if the movie was held off throughout the whole pandemic, and then oh, it yeah. decided to be released, and they're like, all right, we're gonna release it here and on HBO Max. I mean, on Disney Plus, and. You know, I would think that the Disney Plus will help it too because you're actually, you know, paying for that. But I guess it didn't help at all. And then especially when you find out that the other movies later are just releasing in theater only like Chang-Chi, mm-hmm. then it does become like, a, oh, oh, hold on. And then her being a female-led movie really brings that into play. Like, oh, did they only do this because she was female-led? And word is that even Kevin Feige was kind of 
pissed off at Disney because they're they um it's the word I'm looking for. They did his employee wrong, you know, because Black mm-hmm. Widow, Scarlett Johansson is working for him doing this movie and they promised him this and there's a contract and then they didn't give it to her and thus giving him a bad image too. I don't know. I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about. Though. You get what I'm saying though. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. I, man. I, do. I mean, I, I feel, I feel like the movie would have done like great in theaters. It was a fun movie. It was really good. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been mad at a, at a theater run. I don't know. It, it's just, Times are different, you know, but then if that's the case, then all the other movies should have the same kind of like if other movies still follow that same thing, then I guess you'll be like, you know, it is what it is it's because of this. But because her movie is singled out and then the other movies are just straight to theater. I can see why. Yeah, I even saw this awesome artwork that somebody did. It was like a Black Widow fighting this giant Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I was like, that's perfect. That's exactly what it is. Take them out. Take them the fuck out. I hope she wins. I really do. If she does, that that that'll change things in the coming future for stuff. You know, it's kind of like when Crispin Glover did his whole thing about Back to the Future Two. That changed. Well, that was how, fucked up. They did him how, wrong. Yeah, they changed. That changed how they um. The screen actors or something like that, you know, you can't use somebody's likeness or blah blah blah, whatever. And it's crazy, right? I grew up not knowing that was not Crispin Glover the whole time. I thought it was him forever yeah. until somebody was like, "No, that was some guy wearing a prosthetic nose," and Crispin Glover took offense to that. Or like hey. uh, Val Kilmer, they just never asked him to be Batman again. Did you see his documentary, though? I haven't seen it yet. I heard it's really sad. Yeah, I remember when you asked me, and I'm like, nah, man, I mean, it's sad, but then it's, like, lively, whatever. Nah, man, it gets sad, though. <laughs> but then it's lively. It's it's a mix. It's, like, sad, but lively. But it's sad overall. I don't have Amazon Prime right now, so I can't watch it. It's sad overall. That guy is, that guy is, uh, I didn't know he was doing, like, a Mark Twain kind of thing. What do you mean? Yeah, like apparently before the throat cancer, he was doing uh, a Mark Twain one-man show. Oh, wow. And killing it. Killing it. And then he got hit with a throat cancer. I saw he was trying to do stand-up. And he was pretty funny from what I mm-hmm. saw. But it was so sad because he was using that voice box. Mm-hmm. No, it- I didn't know he was such. He is funny. Like, I'm telling you, because when I tell you, like, even though, you know, the cards were dealt, he still shows a lot of life. Right. I had no idea Val Kilmer was so much. Of, I don't know if it was like. Did you see videos of him back then and stuff like that? But recently, especially, he, like, he dresses up very colorful and cool mm-hmm. and shit like that. And he's always, like, cracking jokes and being very. Uh, humorous and lively and you're like damn this is Val Kilmer yo Val Kilmer is fucking cool as shit and he lives and here in New Mexico look at that 
I think he owns land. No, he owned the land. I think he sold it. Go visit him. I should. He lives up go in visit. Santa Fe. It's not far from here. There you go. You know where he lives? It's like four hours from here. You know where he lives? I know where CM Punk lives. Go to his house. I should. Go eat Just ice cream with him. Uh, camp out there. Hey, man, let me get some more ice cream bars. <laughs> let me get some free tickets to the next show. I know where he lives. I know where you live, punk. Damn, they're going to put like a restraining order on me. <laughs> you can't go to any more shows. <laughs> oh, shit. But you know, the shows you could keep coming to is right here at the Machine Room Podcast. Wait, we should talk about this because my schedule is going to be like fucking different so i don't know we might i don't know we might discuss a new day maybe i don't know maybe i work a different shift too so i may have to work sundays sometimes yeah, we're gonna have to like find out like like i said right now so far my my mondays and thursdays are early days but i hear that in the winter i'm gonna have so much time because one of the flights don't come so I'll just be doing like a flight a day maybe, which to me, <laughs> it's funny because I say like, man, we're not going to get a lot of hours. And then to me, it's like, woo, we're not going to get a lot of hours. Like it doesn't affect me, you know, like I don't need the crazy amount of hours. Does that make sense? I know there's people out there who like need to work like two or three jobs. Oh, I don't care. I'd rather have a part-time job. I, exactly. I like, my, like my freedom more than exactly. anything. Exactly. I don't understand these people that are like, we have a thing at work called EL, which means early leave. And it means that we have too many people online at one time to take calls. So there's like too much dead air. Mm -hmm. So they'll offer early leave for some people. And I always jump on that shit. I'm like, fuck yeah. Or, or I'll get like an early lunch and I'll get like a two or three hour lunch. I'm like, hell yeah. And then there's people that are like, I'm not taking that shit. I need my 40 hours. I'm like, y'all are slaves. <laughs> You know what? I welcome those people. You know why? Because they could work those fucking jobs. Yep. <laughs> those people that want all those hours, you're free to take them. Yeah, take All them. of them. I don't give a shit. I feel like I... Uh, at the end of the Hulk, when he's like, take it all. Yeah. <laughs> I just want the bare minimum and just mm -hmm. be happy. You know? That's just a couple, couple here and there, and I'm good. I couldn't do other shit. I applied to work at a local dispensary here, and I thought it'd be a cool way to help people because you know send me shit. Yeah, <laughs> send you weed. Hell yeah. Um, it's a cool way to help people in a sense of like medical marijuana Beep. is is given to people that need it for particular reasons. I need it. So, yeah, the but. Um, if they only offer me part-time, that's perfect for me because I'd be able to do whatever I want, sleep in, come to work late, smoke weed. do my shit, yep, smoke weed, <laughs> tell people <laughs> what it tastes like, oh, this, one, this one's great, it's got some earthy tones, this is purple, exactly. sticky. You got to know the product, right, to sell the product. Yeah, you do. And when I go to the dispensary, I ask this question, it's like, what's this one like, is it strong, is it... A head rush kind of feeling. Is it your whole body? People need to know those things, and I want to smell. I want to sell them weed. Is the funniest thing is when you go to a, a a sex toy shop and you see people selling the products. 
and they know him. <laughs> that is the most entertaining thing to me. It'll be the freaking woman talking to another woman. It's like, yeah, look, I use this plenty of times. It gives me a great <laughs> sensation, blah, blah. And I'm just like at the other end of the room with like whoever I'm with. I'm just like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> laughing like it's just hilarious they're holding up a fucking dildo or vibrator just like yep. yeah I love this product you'll get the greatest sensation I use this sometimes like okay so, honey now I know what you do in your spare time exactly do you think they even go like look look you want me to demonstrate for you oh! <laughs> just right there <laughs> Oh man, I should go to a sex shop again just to hear conversations. We went when I first turned twenty-one, and we just giggled at everything. Like you about it? Was, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just pointing at shit and laughing, and then leaving. <laughs> <laughs> you think there's a qualification to work there? Okay, how many times do you masturbate a day, and <laughs> do you use any of these products on the table? Probably. When I was on unemployment, they tried to get me to apply at a sex shop. And I was like, no, 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 no. And they're like, why? Why not? It's it's retail. I'm like, I'm not doing that. That's gross. <laughs> I wouldn't want to touch. I'd be like constantly pirelling my hands. <laughs> I love how they say it's retail. What? I was like, technically, yes, but I'm not doing that. <laughs> What do you do for a living? I sell sex toys. Yeah. <laughs> All day long. Vibrity, vibrators, lotions, cock rings, mm -hmm. such. Did, speaking of which, did you ever watch that show Undressed on MTV? Yeah, where Tommy showed up in it? Yeah, and they were trying to, his girl was trying to get him to wear a cock ring. That was the best shit ever. Because it was like. Okay, I understand that he's trying to do more grown-up shit, but this is like throwing him into a whole other world of he's, acting. He's, it was super, like, he. The, there was not even a transitioning period. It was just uh -huh. like, Power Rangers, undressed. And he was on there for like a good, you know, handful of episodes. Can you imagine? I, I was just like, <laughs> I was just watching, and it was late night too, so I'm just yeah, like, whatever, I go, and then I go on MTV, and I'm like, Tommy? In bed with another girl? Did yeah. I hear the conversation? This is like about sex and whatnot. I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> I love that show. I used to watch, they used to do these uh, weekend where like the whole weekend they would just play undress and I would watch it like the whole entire weekend. And my favorite was always when Tommy was on there. Not look, Danny. Danny right here didn't know that it existed. It existed, and you, I think you can find it on YouTube. Oh, find it. Um, I used to, I used to be able to find some uh, old episodes on like a video podcast. I don't know if they're still there, but it's definitely worth watching. <laughs> Danny said no one ever brought that up in meet and greets. I should have brought that <laughs> up. In, I should no no in the future if Jason David Frank ever comes around here. I'm going to go to that panel. I'm going to go to that fucking mic. Be like, oh, hi. Yeah, my name is Xavier Nazario, a longtime fan. Love you and Power Rangers. But I need to know, can you tell me your experience while working on the on the series MTV Undressed? I got it. Were you naked on the covers? Yes. The girls here want to know. And then you can hear the, woo! 
Can you get undressed for everybody right now? Right now. I'm going to see them abs. <laughs> oh, man. He's the coolest to, guy, though. Try to Real find, nice. like, an old VHS copy of MTV Undressed and see if you can get it autographed by him. Right? That's that's <laughs> what you do. You don't even lead, you don't even like lead up to it. You just go like, "Hey, how you doing? Yeah, yeah you want to sign an autograph? Yeah, right here. Boom." And it's like VHS copy of Undress with him on the cover or something. <laughs> with You're the like, cover. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> it's just like a, I'll take a still frame picture of a of of that episode and fucking laminate it. Hold here. it up and get a picture with them. Yeah. <laughs> Go watch Undressed, people. It'll blow your mind. Oh, shit. That was crazy. That was that was something. You got to be fearless like Ari Shafar when asking. Does that name sound familiar? Is it comedian? Is that the one from, like, Parks and Rec? No. No, that's... Oh, wait, no. That's the, the one that guy. was in that movie, uh, uh, in an appropriate comedy? I think so. Oh man, I watched that one night. That shit was hilarious. And I always wanted to see it. It is so funny, so fucked up. <laughs> you thought the other movie, Movie 43, was funny and fucked up? Yes. This one is funny and more fucked up. Wow. Way more fucked up. All directed by that ShamWow dude. I love that guy. <laughs> Trust it's me, so... you're gonna love my nuts. <laughs> I think the funniest shit, my favorite was that dude, because he was the um, instead of the amazing race, the amazing racist. <laughs> <laughs> and then instead of a, instead of like jackass, it was a show called Blackass. Nice. It was so good. It was like it's like on Tubi or Pluto, so it's 100% free. Mm-hmm. I definitely, I definitely recommend it. That shit blew my mind how crazy, fucked up, stupid, funny it was. Sometimes you need that, you know? Yeah, you do. Sometimes you need that. We gotta stop taking. Yeah, we gotta stop taking shit. I need a laugh. We gotta stop taking shit so fucking seriously. Danny says, well, Jason David Frank is gonna be at Power More for Con next year. So I got time to get that undressed VHS tape. (laughs) Look for it. Look for it. You find that dude, you have him sign it, you take a picture, and then you show us. Make him sign the cock ring. (laughs) (laughs) Can we get your autograph on this, please? He's probably going to beat your ass, man. (laughs) Because he's trying to be, like, all professional and, like, a family man and shit now, and he wears suits, and you show up with that tape and the, the cock ring. He's probably like, I don't wanna I don't wanna talk about undress. <laughs> Best show ever. It blew my mind. I think the person he was with too was someone else. Who was it? For what? For that undress, like who he was paired oh. with. Oh. She was cute, I remember that. It was always great back then when it was always great back then when um when you saw like Power Rangers doing something else. Mhm. 
and stepping outside the box. Like in Cabin in the Woods, the girl. You ever seen Cabin in the Woods? Of course. The girl who goes and makes out with that fucking bust or whatever of the mm-hmm. deer head or some shit. She was a Power Ranger. Oh shit! I didn't know. So, that. see that movie where she's playing the slut skank, and then she's making out with this dude, and I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> My dreams have come true. It was always great it. to see them in other shit because it was like they're adults and they're doing adult shit. They're not on a kid show anymore. That's what um. That's what most strive to do, especially like Disney Channel kids and Nickelodeon kids. Yeah. They oh yeah, I, get... I saw um, the chick that was uh. Clarissa explains it all. Uh huh. She was on Hell's Kitchen last week with this dress that showed her tits. I was Ooh. like, wow, she grew up. Wait, Melissa Joan Hart? Oh yeah, and her sister oh. on Hell's Kitchen. Hot. Okay. I was like, okay. Clarissa grew the fuck up. <laughs> Clarissa, Clarissa can explain it all. All night long. I found something that's just like. A music video, I guess, to the undress. It's just like all over the place. At one point, he looked like he's a fucking green. He like in Green Ranger attire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, look, look at this. It's like Green Ranger attire. This guy just yeah, the Green Ranger. <laughs> just without the hair, he'd cut and his undress. hair off. He got tired of Kimberly's shit. <laughs> went out with some other girl, and she was all like, "Wear a cock ring for me." That's the whole thing, too. That's the whole thing. That's the real. That's the true story right there. You got it. Undress is just Tommy dealing with the breakup with Kimberly. Yep. It's a whole side story. Nothing to do with <laughs> actually fighting putties and Rita and them. He was just doing his own thing. He was doing his own thing. What was the uh, the guy that was the Black Ranger? After everybody left and went to this peace conference, yeah, he he was the frog ninja or whatever. What was that movie he was in? It's like badass kung fu and stuff. Uh oh, you're talking about the one that replaced the Black Ranger? Yes. Um, the one I got. Yeah, Johnny Young Bosch. Yeah. Yeah, Johnny Young Bosch. He was in uh, there's this one called Broken Path that he just like. It's just beginning to end fighting. There's another one called Extreme Heist. That's even more low budget, but it has some great fight. Because the stunt team behind that was the stunt team that worked on the fucking Power Rangers. And they're also the ones that do the freaking Japanese shows. Mm -hmm. So their fights were fucking grade A, you know? For sure. But yeah, that one, Broken Path, that one was just like all fucking all out and and and, and just fighting it was brutal it, it was it reminded me of Ungbok. yeah yeah it was Very something brutal. that's i don't know why there's something that's not more out there you know like people are not why isn't it like anywhere prime right. hulu netflix you would think these movies would at least get some plays somewhere netflix or something getting slept on that's the thing that these guys have so much potential. You would think 
It's funny because we talk about legends like Bruce Lee, Chuck Norris, Jet mm-hmm. Lee, Jackie Chan, blah, blah, blah. And then you, if you think Chiba. about it, Jason David Frank is kind of <clears throat> on that list. If you, Oh, if, yeah. yeah. Especially when he did UFC. Yeah. That dude can fight. But it's a different kind of list where it's like he didn't go off and do movies and whatnot. This is just a guy who is like we grew up with him. Mm-hmm. Our movies were all these episodes, and he was the guy, you yep. know. And not not to not to bash anybody else on that list because you know I think Austin St. John is fucking great too, yep. and everybody else, Johnny Yambaj. Mm-hmm. But this is the guy who was like, you know, the Michael Jordan of Power Rangers. So he's definitely someone that's on that list, and definitely someone that I believe should have had like more opportunities, like crazy, you know. Now he's doing. Um, movies, but they're not low budget, but they're not of Hollywood. They're just like fan made, kind of. You think, or they're like funded by fans. You know, didn't didn't he make a movie with his brother before he died? He, I don't remember if he did a movie with his brother. I know he had his brother on his show. Right. He had his brother on Power Rangers before he died. So he always says how that like that was like one of the most special parts of 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 doing Power Rangers. But now he's doing a movie, and it actually has Mark Costco in it. What the fuck? Oh shit! And this one's funded by fans and is made by the Bat in the Sun and those guys like really do real good fucking little shorts and shit on, on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, Bat in the Sun is awesome. Yeah, so they they so he's gonna do the thing, but you know you still feel like. He should got up there somewhere, you know, at least on the level of like straight to video. You can you imagine a movie where you got like Jason Derrick Frank and then you also got him paired up with Scott Atkins. You know, Scott mm-hmm. Atkins does a lot of fucking great martial art movies. I would say John Claude Van Damme, but those two beef. Oh, and, they don't like each other. Yeah, you know, they don't like each other at all. So let's <laughs> not let's not do that because I feel like Jason Day and Frank might kill Jack, uh, John Claude, and I don't want that. Um, but yeah, this is, this is some guy who should be up there, but ironically is on that top tier because he's someone we grew up to. So, you know, you got people probably like, oh, Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, Jason Day and Frank. You know, like he's one of those yeah. guys like, oh, you can't you can't beat JDF unless you're Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee will fuck him up. Probably. Unless you're Quentin Tarantino and believe that Bruce Lee... <laughs> Was just a cocky little prick. He probably was. Nah. I don't know. He's cocky because he had the skill. I just don't think Brad Pitt could be Bruce Lee. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> but in the in the context of that movie, I get it. You know, it's just it's funny because he's supposed to be like that great. You know, that guy's supposed to be like, oh, he's so badass that he even took on Bruce Lee kind of shit. Right. That movie is bullshit those- though. He fucked those girls up at the end, though. It's all about feet. <laughs> JDF, all day. Shout out to the Legend of the White Dragon. This is the movie they're doing. There you go. There you go. But we're gonna have to call this short, not even short anymore. We went longer, but you know what? That's okay because we owe it to you guys. We've been yep. gone for a minute, and quite frankly, me and her, we haven't caught up that much. And we're here chilling. I remember I came home and I'm just like fucking I'm dead tired. But chilling with you guys and talking 
woke me up a little bit, but now that's starting to set in again. But I have to say, even though I'm tired, I had a better day today than I had in a long time at the other place. That's you know good. And that's good. And I have to say, if anything, if you feel like you're in any environment that you don't want to keep sticking with, just get out somehow. Get out. There's other ways for me to have got out or whatever. Or, But like I said, I was either going to stay there until an opportunity presented itself or it was going to go under. And opportunity finally presented itself. And now I'm a little bit more hopeful right now until, say, this company will be a piece of shit. Because I remember I got into the last company because I hated U-Haul. That's true. I remember that. Yeah. And then I got into that one. It was like, great. And then it became fucking bitchy. But it wasn't as bad as it was now. You know. That's what's just... funny because that's that's kind of like a time frame of how long that we've been friends for. Because mm -hmm. we, we started talking and hanging out online when you worked at U-Haul. So I was there for like all those transitions and even now. So it's really cool to see all that. It's really cool to see me go through all these damn jobs. <laughs> Before we go, we should tell the people of how I got a scare that I thought tonight's episode was going to be the last. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I so, <laughs> Go ahead. So Nas texts me and says, alrighty, so a new job consists or my new job will consist of me being there later than my older schedule. So far, though, it seems Monday and Tuesdays, I only do one flight and leave early as fuck. Otherwise, I'm always out at 8, 8, or 8 p.m. and won't be home till 9 p.m. So I said, oh, wow. So we can go on later. He says, guest uh, 10 p.m. then. I said, yes. He says, cool, because it might be my final stream for that room. So in my mind, I think, and he's abbreviating machine room <laughs> to just room and it's going to be his last show ever. So I said, why? I'm like starting to panic. And he says, because I've been moving in with Rosio. Slowly have been. And my desk is all set up for here. And so then it, it took me, it was like 10 minutes. It took me to click. And I said, so you mean <laughs> your last from your mom's house? He's like, bingo. It's like, oh, I'm stupid. <laughs> So, I, was like, but, I thought you meant the last room. I was like, no. <laughs> I, I turned to Mark Barber. What? No. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm it was saying, a total blonde moment. Yeah, I'm just saying that this is probably the last from this room here. As stated in that very, very well-described text, clearly I did, <laughs> that I'll... Mm, I'm thinking like finally taking this over to the new spot and have everything situated over there. So mm -hmm. future installments will involve the new place. So I also I remember telling you, it's like I just I just wanted to have like a real nice background because, you know, it, it, it matters to me having a nice little background right. and shit, even though this is not as good as it used to be. But, you know, something in the background. Um, I wait in the winter until I get the fireplace going. I'm going to have that behind ooh, me. It's going to look sexy as fuck. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Fireplace in my room. Yes. Is that your room? Yeah, it's in my room. You got a fireplace in your room? Yeah, I also got stairs. Why are you bougie as fuck? So there's stairs in my room. It goes up to my bed. You bougie as fuck. my bed, and I've got two TVs in here. One big, one small. You bougie as hell. Yep. 
All day long. You also drink water with your hand? <laughs> <laughs> I do if I'm in the bathtub. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. We working on a bougie room too. <laughs> we working on a bougie. We just we finally installed the freaking projector to the actual ceiling. I saw so that. So we legit now. Looks sexy as fuck. Yeah. Now we got that, and wait until we get that whole shit set up. It's gonna be exciting. Like I'm actually excited. You know, I'm actually excited to get myself over there to get our place together and being part of that family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm excited. It's 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 gonna be it's gonna be good, and we've made a lot of trips to IKEA, nice. and That's and my Lowe's. Favorite. Is there yes. an IKEA there? Yeah. Oh, nice. There's IKEA here. It's a drive, but it's not that long of a drive from like her. It's a drive, but we don't mind because you know it's a fun, it's a nice little drive. IKEA is awesome though. Like yeah, I don't IKEA care is where awesome. I am. I'm going there. IKEA is awesome. Not building it is not awesome to me. She loves it. I love it too. She loves building that shit, but yeah, we we got two new desks, so that's where our computer is gonna be. Hers is already there, but she barely needs it anymore because she got a laptop from work, so that's where she oh, mostly nice. does everything. But still, the computer is still good and necessary in case you know uh, we PC game because she uh-huh. would like to do that too. I put my computer there, and it's in the same room with the projector, so there's the projector there. And now we just got to work on what's on the other side. There's a TV where they used to watch TV, but it's only used for her brother to play games. So we can move that TV somewhere over there. And then that back is where we want this shelf that I saw on then, uh, at, at Ikea. And it's like boxes, you know? Yeah. So in those shelves, that's where I want to push it. I got a little one like that holds my TV up. Yes, like that, exactly. Yeah, and I got my Xbox and my PlayStation there. Exactly. So that is what I want, but it's a real big one with a whole bunch of shit and have that in my background from the computer. That'll look awesome. Yeah, really. Plus, we've already talked about after our 100th episode, we're going to reformat the podcast. So it's going to look and feel different, have a new logo. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm Hopefully gonna be. We'll have my guests. I'm gonna be a CGI character. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting a whole mocap suit. An and avatar. I'm just gonna be a CGI character. We're gonna be like the gorillas. Yes. The gorillas of podcast. Or Deathclock. <laughs> Deathlock. Yes. We're just gonna be animated characters. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna just erase this from existence, so you'll never know who we are. Yep. Like it never happened. Yep, but the fucking the day that we do that, the following day, I'm just gonna say, yeah, that was me, because <laughs> I love attention, and why should I hide from the world? <laughs> and then somehow we're gonna get JDF on the fucking episode and talk about undressed. Yes, and it's giant cockering. Mm-hmm. So I know we got you here, JDF, to talk about Mighty Morphin Power Ranger and your time there, but tell us about your cockering and undressed. <laughs> Did it fit? <laughs> Did it fit? <laughs> huh, you're not sure? Funny enough, we have a bunch of assortment cock rings right here. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and try one of these and tell us how it is. That's how we turn into Howard Stern. Exactly. I was just thinking that. And I'll just sit mm-hmm. in a booth and laugh for no reason. Yeah, yeah. This is Robin Gibbons. <laughs> 
Though I heard that he calmed down now. Like, he actually just has, like, real deep, intimate conversations with his guests. Yeah. He doesn't go so crazy like he used to back in the days. Like, show me your boobs and fucking throw, uh, do a pussy fart for me. He doesn't <laughs> do anything like that. <laughs> I saw my first trans person on the Edward the Howard Stern show. Oh, yeah? I was like, what the hell? And I was just blown away. I was like, that's pretty awesome to experience. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know he calmed down. I thought he was still crazy out there and shit, but I heard him on um, Conan O'Brien's podcast, and that's what he was talking about. And it was actually a conversation between both of them, too. It was just a deep conversation mm-hmm. between him and Conan, and that's all he does. He just likes to have real deep conversation, intimate conversations and whatnot. And it's not deep and intimate like, uh, the, the, do you do 69 or anything like that? It's just like deep <laughs> conversations about you and, and yourself and your past and your future and all that stuff. You know, just conversations, conversations you have with your closest friends or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I should say your closest friends because most of us, our conversations with closest friends is some stupid fucked up shit and being assholes to each other. Your bestest friend is the one you're being the most asshole to. That's true. I'm going to start calling you slut and whore a lot. I'll be fine with that. (laughs) (laughs) You know what other podcast you can find is this one right here. Bam! Google Podcast. Also on Audible, Amazon, uh, Apple, Spreaker. Tune in. Everywhere podcasts can Everywhere. be found. We should Anywhere have like matters. abundance of fucking listens from just collection of everywhere we're at. But I uh, I totally stand against iHeartRadio because they weren't nice to us at the Gorilla Joe podcast. Yeah, fuck them. So like, fuck those guys. Fuck them. They don't, they don't throw nice concerts anyway. No, they don't. And they made Green Day mad. They did make Green Day mad. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one was like, no, fuck this. We still got time and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, they, they cut their, di- their time down to like a minute and they still had songs left. And he's like, fuck you. <laughs> Don't fuck with Green Day, man. <laughs> that little dude is mean. <laughs> it did fucking piss off Green Day. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. So fuck iHeartRadio. Fuck iHeartRadio. And but the moment I already is like, oh yeah, we'll pay you this much to be. <laughs> nice. I'd be the biggest sellout. <laughs> <laughs> right away, just listen to us purely on iHeartRadio. Yeah, and come on camera wearing like a all ruby suit. Yep, <laughs> like Pee Wee Herman. Go to all their freaking uh, live concert streams and, and introducing yep. everybody. Yeah, welcome to iHeartRadio. We're the Machine Room <laughs> Podcast, and here's Ariana Grande. Ah! I love Ariana Grande. It's the greatest songs ever and shit. We'll be there acting like we fucking know the songs and fucking like dancing with them yeah. and shit. The, Getting all I've, crazy. I have no shame in my sellout-ness. No, no shame at all. Money is money, people. We sell out <laughs> for the best of them. <laughs> we sell out Fuck for the you. best of them. And I hope you sell out for us. Here in the Machine Room Podcast, you can find us on Twitter at Real Machine Room. On fucking YouTube at Real Machine Room. And also Facebook, Real Machine Room. We don't mention the Instagram because we can't get into it. We broke it. <laughs> we broke it at all, but it's okay. You don't need that. Twitter mostly. And if there's anything you want us to discuss, hit us up on Twitter, Real Machine Room. For those watching us right here on YouTube, the three of you, 
Thank yeah. you for watching us. And as always, you to know when to catch us, follow us on Twitter at the Real Machine Room. Like I said, our schedules are changing, and with that, probably our schedule of Machine Room podcast would change. But I can guarantee you, even if we're not here every week, we will always be here. We will always return someday, somehow. And we will always be grateful mm-hmm. if you join us. I'd like to give a shout-out to Spendog, Cut West, and Danny, because those are the only names I saw here today in the chat room. Thank you guys for showing up, chilling with us, and having a ball. Until next time. The show don't quit. Yeah. I don't know what you just said. I just heard quit. The show don't quit. The show don't quit. That's our new T-shirt. We're gonna put that on yep. there. Machine Room Podcast. In the back it says the show Best don't quit. Best in the world. Mm-hmm. Best in the world. And they get sued <laughs> by CM Punk. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Good night. I think I got a poop. How do you play this shit? How do you play an outro? Thank you. Good night.